on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. We're kind of waxing poetic and paying homage to English-style beers that are brewed here in the United States. The beers we'll be tasting and discussing today are Newtonian Extra Special Bitter. That's from Gravity Brewing in what we think is Louisville, Colorado. I say Louisville. As opposed to Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. Uh, Rock Bar Brown Ale from Woods Boss Brewing Company in Longmont, Colorado. Magister English Dark Mild. Mm, haven't had a good mild in a long time. Duchess Ales in Wasiak, New York. Gilpin Black Gold London Porter from Hogshead Brewery in Denver, Colorado. And Chinwag, also an ESB from Hogshead out of Denver. And if time permits, we'll have a sixth bonus beer. We'll be right back after this break. Almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, everyone. Here we are for another sud segment where we believe that the only thing better than drinking beer is, well, I don't know that we found it yet. Oh, it exists. <laughs> and we've begun. How about hop, hop infused waters and teas? No. That's, that would never. Nobody could do that. <laughs> sure. That's okay. a non-starter. Yeah, non-starter. I like that. Well, joining me at the table today is good old boy Kendall. Oh, I'm here and I'm thirsty. Yes. The way. Thank you for having me. The way to my heart saying everyone's thirsty. Good old boy Sparky. Hi. I haven't had a beer in a week. <laughs> You're giving Sparky like a nice welcome. <laughs> Usually I hear that sound when people are running away from me. So that's, I mean, thanks. Well, we're here to help you get rejuvenated. Thank you. Appreciate that. Good boy, Mike. And we shall need a shrubbery for this experiment today. <laughs> yes, I am here. All of the people inside my head are here. Yes. Oh, boy. Go to boy Dave. I'm quirky. My best friend's a whore. <laughs> Was that Jim Gaffigan? No. <laughs> Sound like him. It did a little bit. See, I'm debating already. Do we have to bleep that out? I mean, you know, so it's, you know, I can hear the ombudsman going, I'm about to call him. So, you know, <laughs> they have to let some things through, Mike. Yes, it's true. Wow. Well, I'm Good Gal Juliana, and today's episode is a chance for us to talk about our love 
swoon for British style beer. British beer styles. We need the shrubbery. <laughs> <laughs> we love drinking beer from across the pond, but it can be hard to get it fresh. And we all know. We all know. So when we were able to score some of a few British styled beer. <laughs> God. Um, let me rephrase this. So when we were able to score some British styled beer crude in America, we just had to try them. Good old boy. <laughs> yeah, who, who wrote this? Who wrote this, who crap? Wrote this script? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Are you using the AI script generator again? I'm using the I drank before I wrote. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Smashing yeah. that fist across the keyboard. Uh, is that why it's in all caps? Because you know all caps is cruise control for cool. Absolutely. <laughs> I thought it was all caps meant I was shouting at you in writing. No, that yeah. just means that you lost track of what you're doing on the keyboard. <laughs> the caps lock? Yeah. Right, correct. All right, good old boy, Kendall. Why don't you give us today's lineup? All right. The beers we'll be tasting and discussing today are Newtonian Extra Special Bitter. That's from Gravity Brewing in what we think is Louisville, Colorado. I say Louisville. As opposed to Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. Uh, Rock Bar Brown Ale from Woods Boss Brewing Company in Longmont, Colorado. Magister English Dark Mild. Mm, haven't had a good mild in a long time. Duchess Ales in Wasiak, New York. Gilpin Black Gold London Porter from Hogshead Brewery in Denver, Colorado. And Chinwag, also an ESB from Hogshead out of Denver. And if time permits, we'll have a sixth bonus beer. Bonus Ooh. beer. We need Ooh. to make time. We yeah. do. Yeah, I think Definitely. we do. Okay. Thank you, Kendall. Good old boy, Sparky. Let's yeah. do What's this. Sludge okay. ratings, yeah? Yeah. Or wait, no. Good old boy, Mike is going to do the sludge ratings. No. Right? No. Okay. <laughs> Eat your matzah. <laughs> let the grown-ups talk. So, uh, Sparky, please give us the Sudge ratings. If okay. you would, please do your best impression of good old boy Mike doing a very bad British accent. Dave, that would be me, has a couple of <laughs> examples to give you some inspiration. Now, rather than play you sound clips of Mike doing his horrible British accents... We actually have the man here himself. <laughs> now, Mike claims that he can do three distinct English accents. Uh, proper London. A, no, 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 no. Don't give him the oh, choices. Oh, okay. You don't yeah. even give him the choices yet. No, okay. No, no, no. So he's going to roll them out. Oh, boy. <laughs> and we're going to see if any of you can find where on the map, okay, that... If you were to go to England and you went to a certain place and heard someone talk like this, other than an insane asylum, <laughs> where would you be? So, so we're going to get together with the little boys and we're going to go down to the club and we're going to be just having a bit of a point here at the pub and we'll be singing away. Okay. 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 That's all. Okay. Where would you be in England? Liverpool. Wow. Ding, ding, ding. Hey, how about that? Had a little what, what gave of, it away? He had a, a little bit of that uh, John yeah. Lennon yeah. thing going on. Okay. Yes, you have to stretch out your O's too much every time you've been talking about Liverpool. All right. So Mike was a scouser. Right. <laughs> All right. 
Let's Second see. Uh, accent number two. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be hanging out here in the southern part of this part of town, and so the boys and I were just going to be grabbing a bit of a pint, and so we're going to be watching a bit of the pitch, and uh, we're going to be drifting over. Do you have the chips over there? Do you say that? Okay. Um, I kind of feel like for a second it like veered into Scottish for a second. <laughs> Just kind of, no. it's kind of all I'm over. Not that bad. Come today. on. Well, I mean, I heard it. Yeah. I heard it too. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Feeling <laughs> it. But yeah. But I think you're implying South London, um, which is quite far away from uh, Scotland. Yes. So West London. So yeah. Yes. Right, Close cool. enough. Okay. I'm going we'll to give you half a point for that. So he was a Scotsman <laughs> in West London. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't was, that a sting song? I'm pretty sure. Quite drunk. <laughs> All right. He has one more. Oh God. Uh, so, uh, we're going to be at something down at the pool. And I say, I'm going to show up my boys and get a thing of that. And then we're going to be twisting it up a bit. And, uh, and so and there's a thing on the telly. And then we're going to be going off the other thing. And that's the way it's going to go up. <laughs> I, I, I've got it. He was having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> yes? Is that? No? I, Do you I, smell I, oranges? <laughs> no. Okay. Oh. All right. Um, no? <laughs> I think that's a great answer. Kendall? Which British accent do you only hear every other word? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yes. You got that's, that part right. That's, that's, that's why I would on. describe yeah. that accent. Yeah. Yes. Right. You only catch every other word because, you know, they're just exactly the between muttering and speaking at the same time. So, Juliana? wait. I think, so okay. do this, do another of that, but do the one you did in the other show. Do the one from, I didn't from the from the from the musical, from the musical, from the musical. Oh, so every time is sacred. Oh, oh my fair one. lady. Oh. <laughs> step in time. Oh, step in time. Cup in time. Everyone is step in time. <laughs> Did that help at all? Uh, no, that's we're going no. for cock. Was it Cockney? Yes, it was yeah. Cockney. Okay. Cockney right. is right. where every other word is you catch it, and the rest is just kind of muttering, guttural yes, muttering, correct. kind of. Yeah. Yeah, okay, All right. you guys did pretty good. And so, because they actually got it, I'm going to say that my accents did not suck. So you know, that's that's the the line I'm going to draw. Between you were the uh, or we're seeking medical the attention. From only now. person who would say that. Yeah, no. I, the beer is getting better as we are All right. drifting through so, this. So, Sparky, yeah. please proceed with the Sud ratings. Needs more shrubbery. And, and if you found any inspiration in anything that just happened. <laughs> oh, it's definitely inspired. <laughs> yeah. I'd say it was good inspiration, but it was definitely inspiration. You know, I'm going to do it. I think we were just talking earlier. Mike always goes for Terry Jones <laughs> as a woman in Monty Python, circa late, late 60s. That good, so yeah. that's just really, I have oh, to do it. It would be wonderful. Every time. Every time. Yeah. Oh, there's some lovely filth down here. Um, <laughs> all right. So we will be discussing and rating these beers with these Suds ratings, plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. Oh, this sucks. Give me anything but a bud. <laughs> Was that a belch? Two. Oh, what a relief. Here's number three. <laughs> 
A body really should not make that sound. It works for someone. Listen to that hang time. Give me another. And it's five. So, I'm sorry, America and the rest I, of the world. I really like that. I felt like he started sort of Monty Python and then kind of went to the Dark Crystal. And then <laughs> Dark Crystal. And then came out in Australia? Uh, somewhere. No, yeah. and then I actually did have a stroke. Well, so that was I, that's how I that like ended. Okay. Plan. You know, so if you are going to step up and drink, you know, great English beers, I think that you have to have at least a plausible fake accent. So you can go, I don't like this English mild. <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> Hopefully the beers are more authentic yeah, than our accents. <laughs> Absolutely. I think mm-hmm. the beers are going to be a lot better than our accents for sure. I've already started sipping on the first yeah, one. Yeah, I, I knew that. Maybe me yeah. too. <laughs> Why don't we uh, get rolling? Yeah, yes. let's get so, rolling. So excited. Newtonian. Newtonian. Yes, Newtonian. <laughs> it's an ESB, 5.7% ABV, and it's an award-winning British-style ale, brewed with Maris Otter and EKG hops from Gravity Brewing. <laughs> ah, we'll be back. We'll be back. Welcome back, everyone. So today we are paying homage to the peeps across the pond from us, and... Uh, butchering yeah that's bad a little bit of their language just a little bit but enjoying the beer styles enjoying the beer styles it was shrubbery the first one that we were talking that we started talking about right before the break was the newtonian um extra it is not icky icky special bitter from (laughs) gravity brewing in Louisville, colorado okay let's talk about esps so I used to work with, um, when I was in the beer world, uh, one of my suppliers like was just obsessed with ESBs and like, that was the first thing he started brewing and, uh, it brews a great one. It's, it's here in Nashville and he was just obsessed with it, but I was always so heartbroken cause I'd explained to him, yes, I know you like ESB, but nobody else. And yeah, like good luck trying to sell the Hayes boys and ESB, see how that works out for you. You mm. know, that's not an adjunct stout kind of thing but um man i love esbs i mean they're just such such a great beer for especially like if you want to make a great uh batter for uh chicken or fish oh my god mm-hmm. yeah it. with fish and chips mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. yeah well it's nice that it's here in america where they can actually call it an esb because i believe in england if it's not fuller's you can't call it an ESB. correct yeah oh. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. But yeah, it. it's just a beautiful classic style that really inspired some of the first American pale ales too. Uh, you, you've got a nice maltiness to it, and the the, the Maris Otter malt just gives it such nice. wonderful bready type Bisky flavor, biscuity yeah. flavor. Mm-hmm. And then you get those, you know, classic English hops, a little bit of floral, a little bit of spice, a little bit of honey. Mm-hmm. It's a, just a, a beautiful beer. It all rides along very smooth. This yeah. is very crushable, you know, I think is, yeah. you know, the only thing I'm disappointed in is the size of my sample cup, because um, it's definitely one of those things that you wish you had a full pint of, you know, and you're, you're really just enjoying this very rich, full, well-balanced, you know, beer. And, um, you know, this is, a, this is a great example of just great execution. This is one of those beers that you can screw up super easy. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. You know? And I would say the vast majority of... 
the uh, US-based versions of ESB, they go down that path where it actually becomes too bitter and, and you're losing the sense of balance between it all. Because yeah, we have to head overdo everything. Well. Oh, so, yeah, totally. so what do the Yanks know about brewing? Yeah, for sure. And I'm, I think that's been, you know, a lot of, and if you go back in our back catalog, you'll actually hear us um, review the Fuller's ESB and talk about a lot of the background, you know, especially around that recipe itself that Fuller's came up with. But this is a this is a really great, well balanced. I really love this. Um, if you have the opportunity of of picking up the Newtonian ESB, yeah, I, I would. This super beer. I would say the only thing that's a little bit different is it is a little bit boozy for an ESB, which you know typically yeah, they're usually I expect, like three or four, right? Yeah. You know? So I mean, other than that, that's because I would like to drink a lot of this. I don't notice it really. Not end know, up on the floor. If it wasn't written on the piece of paper, I would set it four. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, super solid opening. I think. Yeah, yep. great beer. Okay. We are going to rate the Newtonian from Gravity Brewing a four. Uh, uh, I will finish that. <laughs> well, and the good thing about these little sample cups is they make your hands look huge. So. <laughs> they do. <laughs> wow. Okay. Next up is, fra- is the Rock Bar Brown Ale. It's an English brown, super smooth and light, but full of flavor. And this one is from Woods Boss Brewing in Longmont, Colorado. Hmm. What did you think about it, Julianne? Well, okay, let's discuss for a second the difference like as a brown ale, an English brown ale versus an ESB. I'm letting all my homies know that I'm down for the brown. Besides being darker in color. Yeah, not as bitter. I think uh, I always, the way I describe uh, English brown to everybody, it's it's like a, a Tootsie Roll uh, that's been mm-hmm. diluted. Um, so you get some of the same elements of that same uh, caramel and, and a touch of it, you know, that's been caramelized. But you're not getting um, any of the bittering components that you did. Yeah, that's a great... Uh I mean, the Tootsie Roll reference is huge. It's like when I, my, I first smelled it, it's like it's not like a rich, deep chocolate. It's like mm. that sweet, caramelly Tootsie Roll chocolate. Yeah, it's like it's you're going down towards the path of porters and stouts, but you're way away. You know, you're you're going down that road, but you're not there yet. Yeah, I call it actually if you were to cut the sugars in half of a of an English porter, you would have an English brown. That's the simple way that I kind of describe it. To a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. One time after a really big meal, I had an English brown. One time <laughs> in London, it's true. Happened to me. So what's brown and sicky? I think this particular one here from Rock Bar is just um, a tad bit watery. You know, for me, um, I'm. It's just a little too thin uh, in terms of the mouthfeel itself, and the. I don't know. It's just uh, if somebody had said this was an English brown light, I would say, sure. Yeah, but it's, I don't know, that watery component's kind of tossing me off a bit for this. Yeah, it almost bumps up against being a mild more than a brown. Yeah. Well, this but is. It, it's flavorful. This is a yeah. 5% ABV, um, just for keeping up. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's it's got a decent amount of flavor, but it is a little thin. Yeah. Um, but the Tootsie Roll is like is really prominent and really mm-hmm. nice, yeah. And it's to me, it's a lot softer than the ESB that we had totally, previous. Definitely. Yeah. 
but yeah. still very crushable. Mm. Very crushable. Do yeah, you, this is one of those. Uh, what is the uh, Newcastle uh, Brown is kind of one of the reference beers you know, yeah. that I think of, you know, in this and this is. Yeah, if you had dumped a you know fourth of water on top of a Newcastle, boom, you'd you'd be right right where this is. Newcastle, yeah. yeah. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say Newcastle always tasted like flat Coke to me. Yep, <laughs> this Close. is very yeah. cola. This is you know. flatter. Yeah, definitely cola flavor there. I don't know though. I think there's more to this than in a Newcastle, but I haven't had a Newcastle in a long time. I haven't, and then I know like Lagunitas started brewing it here, which is insane, but. That's weird. I, yeah, like yeah, they changed weird. changed it up a little bit, which just kind of blows my mind. Talk a little about bit. which one of these things doesn't belong in the right. Lineup. <laughs> wow. Okay, boys, put down the bongs. We're gonna be making an English brown today. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> this Newcastle tastes scunty. Down like a clown, Charlie. <laughs> Down like a clown, Charlie. Down like a clown, Charlie. Down like a cloud, Charlie. Thank you for that sound clip. I was, that was trying fine. to work. <laughs> yes. Work it. Girl. Well, the Rock Bar Brown from Woods Boss. We are going to rate a three. Now, let's go even darker a little bit to Magister English Dark Mild. Um... Magister is Duchess Ale's contribution to the most sessionable pub ales of them all, the classic English Dark Mild, with lots of Maris Otter and East Kent Goldings and Fuggles Hops. This is only 3.6% ABV. Man, I'm getting some something I quite, can't quite place in this. I think it's the cocoa nibs. Oh, that's the thing that sticks out to me that it's like, which one of these things doesn't belong in here? Maybe it's like a dried fruit or something. I can't really. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of fruitiness. Yes, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, Could have just even been some of the yeast they use. Mm-hmm. They're using roasted barley and oat malts that gives you that roasted chestnut toffee, cocoa nibby kind of mm. thing going on. But I, I, I like it. It's really light drinking, even though the color's darker than the... Um, brown we just had yeah super light drinking but it's not thin in a bad way no i think the oats adds a little bit of the body yeah yeah there's definitely some it's got an interesting feel to it for sure raisin yeah oh there yeah yeah that's a toffee raisiny yeah yeah but it's not going like the full-blown you know uh figs and right you know having that a lot of the sugars it actually uh the thing I, I was, I was like, wow, this has some elements like an Amarone, you know, wine about it, which is made from dried grapes. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of reminding me a bit of this. I don't know. This is a uh, very uncharacteristic, I think, uh, for it to have that kind of fruit thing going on in the middle of it. The, uh, the roasted malt and the uh, cocoa nibs should have really been kind of the, the thing that would be charging the palate here, I would think. And it's just not there. Um, it's, it's like a good idea, you know, when I'm reading the description of the beer, but I'm just not, I'm not connecting the idea with, with what's in the glass itself. There's just something missing. It's just a, I don't know, a dwarfed version of the plan. Still, it finishes pretty dry. Um, 
But yeah, I, I don't, um, I think the fruit thing is really just throwing me off. A little fruitiness, a little woodiness too yeah. from those fuckles. It's a, it's an interesting flavor combination. Yeah. Probably not my favorite. Um, I don't know. This is one of those things that I would say, uh, if you hit what you're aiming for, great. But if you're asking us if it needs something different, it needs something different. I'm, I don't even come close to saying I know exactly what's wrong. I would say kick up the, the roasted mullet or the cocoa nibs in this. If I had to, it needs a bit more punch. I don't know. I mean, I think this, you're getting what you're getting is the fuggles, though. Yeah. Like you're getting fruit and wood and that's what you're gonna get and maybe it might be the the roasted things and maybe they're not blending together all that well but i Mm. i think it i think it works pretty well i'm a fan of this myself and i think it would be even more amazing on cask you know if we were to get it like i think this beer would be i think this beer is made to be on cask Mm. you know what i mean so you're saying the carb itself is kind of uh, detracting, screwing up yeah. the, oh, interesting. the experience okay. itself. Or at least that's my opinion. I can um, see that. Because of all the oats, I'm expecting... Is there such a thing as a bad cask beer? <laughs> so Yeah. 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 <laughs> you go to a place with enough of them, you'll find True. a bad one. Yeah. 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 But I do think, yeah, if this was on cask, I think that would accentuate the body even more. Mm-hmm. And, um I agree that, that the, the, the sugars beer. feel like they've been knocked down, you know, out of this as a result of it being carved up. And that's the thing you, when I, usually when I taste the difference between casks, that seems to be the thing that is the sugars usually come a lot more forward and pronounced mm-hmm. in a in a beer that's just cask. Yeah. Mm. But I think they got the right idea. And I like how much flavor is in this for a 3.6% mm-hmm. ABV beer. It, you know what I mean? Um, it just makes me want to go out and yes. yeah, Definitely go. crushable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there's and, and like you said, it's a lot of flavor for something that low of ABV. Mm. Yeah. It makes me want to go up to Hudson Valley to uh, drink some of this, you know? There you go. Mm. <laughs> Anyways. So we are going to rate the Magister a three. <laughs> Against Mike's wishes. Yep. Oh, it's is it time for our, <laughs> our topic yeah. worthy of discussion? Do you I want me to do is. it in a fake British accent? Oh, but I don't think you can. Uh, oh, I can. Oh, this, God. This what have I done? Oh, yes. It'll make it sound classy. Uh, from Quilsing, Washington, this is a story of a woman that just went a bit too deep into it all. <laughs> a woman who accidentally dropped her cell phone into the hole of an outhouse in the National Forest and fell while she was trying to retrieve it had to be rescued by the firefighters in Washington State. The Brennan Fire Department Chief, Tim Manley, who he sounds he sounds very handsome, said the woman who was at the top of Mount Walker in the Olympic National Forest, northwest of Seattle, had reported using her phone when it fell into the loo on Tuesday. <laughs> Manly said she disassembled this toilet seat. I guess she had toolbox in with her and used dog lashes to try and get the phone and eventually used the lashes to tie herself off as she reached for the phone. That effort, however, failed. <laughs> and she fell into the toilet head first. Oh. 
Oh, there needs to be video of this event. <laughs> there didn't work very well. And she went in, says the fire chief. The woman Ugh. was alone, tried to get out for 10 or 15 minutes, reunited with her phone and called 911. 911, what state the nature of your emergency? Oh, I've fallen into a hole and I can't get up. Responding firefighters passed her blocks to stand to reach on a harness, which she used to pull her out of the vault. And then she oh. actually was uninjured. She washed down and was strongly encouraged to seek medical attention after she had been exposed to human waste. Oh. But she only wanted to leave. I've been doing this for 40 years, and this was my first, states the fire chief. <laughs> so as you're like talking about her rappelling into a toilet with a, a harness made out of dog leashes, I'm thinking like Mission Impossible with dun, poop. Dun, dun. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like... <laughs> well, so That went horribly wrong. Is this a story that you talk about at family dinner, or do you wait... You know, and discuss it like at a later point in time. We will never speak of this again. I cannot Mike. believe that she gave up her her name, or I guess that the the storyline even made the news. It's like, why would you yeah. want to tell people? Delete about this. Oh, dude, you from- know, every one of those firefighters was like. Oh, firefighters always have the best stories. Yeah, Yeah. by far. Yes, that's a good point. But between Barger as a tow truck driver and the firefighters we've had on the show, these guys have absolutely the best stories. You know, for sure. It's just an old crapper tank, people. (laughs) God. (laughs) But all in all, that's a pretty crappy story. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Um, Sorry. (laughs) So sorry. So sorry. Not sorry. (laughs) No. But well, I mean, I would have to burn myself alive. That's right, the so only way you come out of that ever dropped situation. Your, have you ever dropped your cell phone in the toilet? No. 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 I've been terrified of it. Dave's no. not. <laughs> Dave's Dave's not, not up. No. I didn't no. see him no. saying it. So I was going to say. just did a thousand uh, yard uh, stare. A co-worker of mine a few weeks ago, her nephew hid her phone in a toilet. Uh, oh, no. And that is they, grounds they looked for, for, for four hours oh before God. they found it. That's messed up, man. That's so hardcore. That's so wrong. No birthday, no Christmas until you're like 25. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you're dead to me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just change your name now. 911, state the nature of your emergency. (laughs) Child aside. And, And, but here's the thing like, toilet, okay, that's one thing. Those flush and they get cleaned out. This is an outhouse. This, this outhouse. is an outhouse. This is a hole Probably in the ground. Probably with no bucket yeah. of lye. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh Who God. knows oh God. how many butts have oh. contributed? Oh, man. <laughs> and it's on top of a mountain. So, you know, everybody's eating granola. and That's <laughs> a bunch of hippies. Yeah. I mean, hippies smell bad to begin yeah. with. This is, uh, is going to be the worst experience yeah. of your life. Uh, no, I've had hot water today. <laughs> that. <laughs> that. Was the worst yeah. experience. I remember one time uh, I, back in college, we went to go visit one of Abby's friends who lived in a commune in Nashville. And somebody had built a, a yurt or a mud hut in somebody's backyard and was like pirating electricity from an extension court. And he had what was called a composting toilet, which was basically just a poop bucket. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, and like ever since then, and, and the smells of the people in that that house, I just like looked at Abby and I said, well, we're never, we'll never speak of what we've smelled and seen <laughs> I'm today. This, ever this again. lady actually smelled worse than that. Oh, I'm yeah. Probably yeah, the case. Yeah. Oh, and how did she get home? Well, she that's just the, yeah, I was just thinking about 
about that, you can't get into a vehicle. No. Well, it did say they washed her off. So I guess maybe they hit her with a fire hose. <laughs> yeah. I would need to soak in bleach for would like, you, would you, I mean, you wouldn't wear your clothes. You know, a small talk Ugh. conversation though. It's like, so what have you been doing lately? So I got a story for you. Yeah. You know, I mean, would you use it no, as not at all. Uh, no, around the water cooler on and Monday? <laughs> Kendall's like, right. nobody would yeah. ever know that. Can this you imagine the double secret probation Uber would put you on? You'd be flagged for Honestly, no. I would just. <laughs> <laughs> I would just. <laughs> you're saying the mask would not be enough. Yeah. Wow. Just we'll return in uh, just a minute a with Let more. It go. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Today's been a very enlightening episode. Nine one one. What's the nature of emergency? <laughs> this show is filthy. <laughs> what we are doing though today, folks, um, if you're just tuning in, is we're kind of waxing poetic and paying homage to English-style beers that are brewed here in the United States. And now... I'm going to go really deep on this next beer. (laughs) (laughs) Take it to the hole, Mike. It's almost within reach. (laughs) Take it to the hole. (laughs) Oh, my God. So we are going to now go to Denver, and I'm going to wax poetic here for a minute. I am a big fan of Hogshead Brewery, Mm -hmm. and being able to have these kind of fresh here in Tennessee, I was so jazzed about, like so jazzed about. And um, for those of you that may or may not know, Hogshead is, the, the owner is from London, so he wanted to bring English style beers to the Denver area. And I'm so happy and thankful that he decided to do that because I'd, I'd be grateful that jerk would have moved to Nashville instead of Denver. Well, maybe after this we can convince him. Wow. But if you go there to that tap room, there is at least four or five on cask. He's always has stuff on cask. There's a giant hog's head on the wall too. <laughs> it's true. Well, the, seen it. the first one that we are going to talk about is the Gilpin Black Gold London Porter. Mm. So good. <laughs> yes. So good. It is so good. It's dark and beautiful. It's a London Porter that is, to me, all the best of what a London Porter would be. It finishes moderately dry with a medium to medium high roast. And I can imagine this on cask. Oh, yeah. Anyways. They actually have uh, some of their tasting notes here in front of us, and I'm just going to be rude and actually steal some of these. <laughs> yeah, the dark fruits. Um, I mean, oh, yeah. this is uh, this is plum pudding, you know, and figs. Um, you know, I, I really, I don't think I, this, this is a fabulous porter. Holy crap. Yeah, and yeah. It's really good. And, and you know what? Nothing against the other beers that we've tried today, but this is just on such oh, a, whole, on a whole, whole new other Yeah, this is plateau. Um, if there's something that's going to beat this in this flight, I'm just going to be blown away because this is a really, really good London Porter. Yeah, that sure. fruit is really balancing yep. out the roast. That little bit of chocolate powder, yeah. coffee thing going on. Wow. It just all combines really, we have more of this really well. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's it's well, amazing because we I, do. I feel like so the EP um, just Kendall's like I'm going for it. Shit, guys, <laughs> dang. Um, so you know, I feel like with American styles, right? We always go overboard on every flavor and adjunct, and it's just so delightful 
tasting a well-crafted beer like this where where it's all just all these like naturally occurring flavors and they're so it's so well balanced yeah. and you know they've really done a great job with this beer yeah it's it's like going to your favorite restaurant that you go like maybe once a year for an anniversary you know like you always like you anticipate and get excited about what you're going to have for dinner because it's all these explosive flavors this is that in a beer it's so I want to have this on cask yeah yeah, yeah. for sure I would like I, to shotgun this crawler <laughs> so delicious wow um, and we you know there are a lot of really great you know, porters that we've had um, here on the show. So the, the way in which I, I'm going to go back to, I always come back to a candy, you know, many times in describing, you know, a lot of flavor components, but so a really good American porter is what I call a, a Tootsie roll, a chocolate Tootsie roll. That is the whole thing. You're getting all the roast elements, you know, around that and the same sugars. English porters have a lot are more dry. And um, the star of the show for an English porter is absolutely the uh, roasted malt that's in this as well. And this is totally it. Um, that's what I love so much about this. It's just such a great balance. And the thing, if I had to pick the thing that people tend to screw up with a English porter is it's too sweet. Mm-hmm. And this one is not. Oh my no, it's, gosh, this it's is very so spot on. Yeah, just a dry, little right? bit in the middle, and then it fades into a really yep. nice dry Finishes finish. Dry, yeah. Such great balance. I think people so. are afraid of roasted malt sometimes. Like maybe they don't want to overuse it because if you overuse it, then the beer just becomes you know stringent. And it's this is a beer crazy. that it feels like they're on like batch number eighty of this or something. They've made <laughs> they've made it so many times. They got it fun, down and really yeah. dialed in this recipe. So, yeah. um, man, I wish I had this in a beer competition of any kind because it would totally, it would probably rock my uh, the top of my score sheet for sure. Yeah, oh, and this oh, yeah. is and this is a testament to the fact that not every beer is gonna have like a lot of hops. You don't need to have no. Uh, you know what I mean? This is like just gorgeous the, with the right the place, at the right, right time. Yeah. What would you pair it with, Sparky? Oh man, I would love I'm to have this with like, a roast. I was thinking of something creamy. Oh, creamy? Yeah, like I think it would be great for dessert, but I was just thinking like a perfect roast chicken in this would be just mm. like, ugh. Yeah, like, that's where I was going going to go. Yeah. I mean, this is Sunday roast. Yeah. Mm. You Some know, kind of a nice yeah. roasted meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, with English pudding. Yep. Yum, yum, yum. Well, we are going to rate this, the Gilpin Black Gold London Porter, a five. Very well described. It pairs well with matzo. I can tell you that. So this is the best. <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a terrible Jew. It's four hours until Passover is officially over, and I'm drinking oh, this beer. This is not going to air until like two months from oh, now. Oh, thank yeah. God, you're good. So yeah. if my rabbi hears this, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be good. way after the fact. You had your think to shut that. <laughs> All right, let's go. To something a little different. This one's uh, really? 5.8%. just yet. <laughs> okay. Well, you can, there's more. Um, but let's talk about the Chinwag from mm. Hogshead. Yes. This one is 5.8% ABV, and this is their extra special bitter. Golly. Man. As they say, caution, one too many may cause you to talk shite. It combines <laughs> a chewy malt forward mouthfeel with a 
moderate hopping rate delivered by Challenger, Golding, and Fuggles. And only 38 IBUs. I Oh, go ahead, Kendall. I was just going to say, it, sometimes it's not fair to compare the beers that we've had, but this is a fantastic ESB. It is well, A step really above good. the one we started with. Agreed. Big time. Yeah. I mean, the first one was really good. It was, it, a, it was, it was really good, but I mean, like the Golding and Fuggles just shine through on this. Oh, my it's, God. It's really this balanced. Is, yeah. It's like somebody, well. you know, crank, crank the dial up on the taste profile, you know, for this is really kind of where this is. It's not so much different or different balance as it is. It's just more pronounced. Is this the same brewery? Yeah. Hogshead. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. These guys are doing oh, some good Hogshead, work. Yeah. yeah. God yeah. bless them. The malt on here, it, like the biscuitness is yes. so right there and it's lingering throughout. And whereas with the first one, you didn't like it was sort of like waving through, yeah. but this one is just consistent. And it's such, like a good biscuity beer is Bis- so biscuity. Nice. But with a bitterness too. Yeah. That Thirty-eight yeah. IBUs is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, you're this, getting up into pale ale range at that point. I, I I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I would love like just traditional fish and chips with this. This would just oh, cut yeah. through oh, the yeah. fat so well if you yeah. had some like malt vinegar to go I with agree. it. Oh my god. And this on cask too. <laughs> it's already super creamy. I can't even imagine right? on cask. It would be I perfect. Mean, yeah. <laughs> They would take it a whole things, things would go fat, bad fast. <laughs> Super well executed, uh, you know, beer making here. I mean, you can, you can tell even, you know, between these two beers, it's like, okay, yeah, you're really, you have totally dialed in these recipes and everything you've been sourcing to make these. Yeah, you're, you really have, you've, so you found many, the magic. So many layers of this beer. I mean, and I'm glad that it's last because it had a chance to kind of warm up a little bit. Yeah, good point. And really kind of open it up. And like, I mean, yeah, there's that bitterness, there's the biscuitiness, but there's this like honey sweetness that's there for just like a, a second, you mm-hmm. know? But just enough. It's just right yeah. there. And then you go right in, into the business. How is this beer? How is this brewery fitting into the Denver beer scene? Yeah, I want to know I, that. That is. A, because it's just so many different, you know, and uh, things going on in th- in that in that market, and but I just I, I wonder if a, that's why it's doing so well. Because Denver's so big, and that's Denver's an interesting point. Yeah. Denver's a big beer, right? I yep. mean, like everyone's drinking True. beer, and this is in. It's on the corner. It's in an old converted. I want to say like a garage, maybe it used to be or something like that. It's very dog friendly. It's in a neighborhood. Well, so that's important to me in a brewery. Well, dog, friendly. dog friendly. <laughs> yeah, but if, if you, you were live, in Denver, are you dog friendly? Be? Because oh. I don't think I could have your ESP. <laughs> but if you live in Denver, everything has got to be that's dog friendly. But yeah. I think because it's in a neighborhood that it's like almost a neighborhood you know, it's the neighborhood bar. I would weigh 300 pounds if this was my neighborhood bar. <laughs> just just not do a lot of walking like everyone does. With my dog. Yeah, yeah, get your dog. And <laughs> all, that, all that very thin air. Yeah. I really <laughs> hope they, uh, I don't know where they're presently uh, distributing Hogshead, but I really do hope that uh, they're at least getting outside of the Denver market because there are a lot of people who would really enjoy this beer in many, many parts of the country. So like, I look forward like to you. Nashville. Nashville. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I look forward to a lot of people enjoying such well-made, you know, beers for sure. So, yeah. yeah I, I don't think they get out of Colorado. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Mm. 
That that kind of blows, yeah. We're going to rate this a five for the chinwag. And I think we might have time for a bonus, bonus round. Bonus beer. Moist. <laughs> we on the night to say Moist. <laughs> so this one is a slight departure from what we've been drinking, but still from the... This one is called Denver Pride Pale Ale Best Bitter, and this is also from Hogshead. Um, they're old world yeast and malts with a rotating hop sequence of West Coast IPAs. That's weird. Which I thought was interesting. I yeah, like that it. is super weird. I like it. It's a bit sticky. Yeah, sticky but the icky. How's it taste, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> you know that we could change the name of the show to that. <laughs> I think it just reminds me of um, you know any average West Coast pale ale. Yeah, that's exactly you what I was that thinking. Big caramel is- sweetness up mm-hmm. front, the nice uh, Northwest hop. Bitterness. Sure does. Sure does. Uh, Lagunitas is really coming through and through. I think you know. This tastes like something straight out of Chico. I was sure. thinking like a Sierra Nevada. Like this just yeah. reminds me of yeah. like the classic OG kind of. Almost like the Sierra Pale. Yeah. That's what those that's were. A better choice. Yeah. Were based off spark. of though is like stuff like this. You God know, bless those guys too. Yeah, basically taking English pale ales and hopping them up with Cascade and yeah. hops. There you go. Boom, boom. <laughs> Industry created. Yeah, <laughs> it was that easy, Ken. <laughs> Amen. Right place, right and time. Scene. <laughs> and this one's four and a half percent ABV. Oh it's wow! Just so <laughs> sparky. So you could yummy. drink this all day. Oh, man. I know that could be. You could just really sit and bad. drink and drink, <laughs> mow the lawn, drink some more. This tastes yeah. like something Go definitely that belongs at a ballpark. You oh know, yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. Oh, that's great. I mean, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the, you know, the Rockies, uh, you know, to get their butt kicked while drinking this beer. That would that's be a, <laughs> that's a sports team. Yes, yeah, yeah. thirty dollars <laughs> ball. Sports ball. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah. <laughs> just chew on your crackers. <laughs> get a touch base. Oh, wow, but for this being a West Coast style IPA from a person from London who historically does not use a lot of hops you know like west coasty hops i think uh, they did a really good job at emulating yeah and i think it's got a solid backbone and yeah. then i love the fact that it's super sessionable and blowy bv oh, and God, yeah. um you know god bless him i would say stick to what you do quite well and this to me sound it, it tastes like they've stepped out of character and uh, not to say this is a bad beer at all. I just very delusional. Wow, you just completely knocked you know one and two beers almost you know out of the park, and then it's like you know okay, you know this slowed down rather quickly. Well, I think the other two beers because they were American so interpretations of English styles, but yet they were darn near perfect English yeah. styles. This is not you know they 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 were in their uh, wheelhouse doing their best. This, this is, is like just a, like a an hybrid. experiment. Yeah, yeah. This is a yeah hybrid. They have to keep this on the wall because do you have anything happy? Yeah. <laughs> right. No, and this yeah. this is a core. This uh, is a core beer for them. But yeah. really, I, I like it. This is a this is a core. Yep. Yeah. Interesting yep. choice. Yeah. Well, mm. we are going to rate the Denver Pride a four. 
from Bob's head. Be good for during Pride Month. You know, that might yeah. be... Uh, so be I definitely want to invite Hogshead to come back and we'll do a full brewery takeover, takeover. at yeah, some that'd point be, in time in the future. Yes. Especially if you expand your distribution, for or sure. Or if Mike was to fly us all That's to what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. We just need, need, we need to get up up on the scene. Jet again. Yeah. Yeah. The fly to Denver, do a show mm-hmm. at the brewery. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, probably the, it's probably really the only right way to do it. I would shave for that. Yeah. Yeah. Sparky, yeah. do you do And he doesn't mean his face. Wow. She didn't where, know where to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think that just got us kicked off the air. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. In a couple of states. It probably sure. did, yeah. Talent. People. Band, once again. <laughs> Well, okay. Overall, I think this was a pretty good flight. Great yes, flight. Yes, great flight. Thank you, guys. And um, yeah, we can do English-style beers here in the States, yeah. can't we? This was yes. not crappy. Yes. No, this wasn't. <laughs> it did not suck. The All suck right. factor was good low. times. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Go to boy Kendall. Thank you so much for being it here. It was my pleasure. I love English ales. Please tell us about your blog. My beautiful wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com. Good old boy, Sparky. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I just killed a man and should probably lay low for a while. (laughs) Eat your cracker. (laughs) Good old boy, Mike. Hey, thanks for joining us here on Sip, Suds, and Smokes. I'll ask you to come back, join us once again, and to keep on sipping. Good old boy, Dave. Moist. (laughs) (laughs) That's your word of the month, isn't it? It's the word of my life. (laughs) So offensive. I've got matzo for that if you need it. (laughs) Dry that up. Yeah. That's for sure. Fast. This is good old gal Juliana. Thank you so much for joining us. Keep on chuggling and catch you next time. Yeah, watch that phone, people. (laughs) Yeah. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast, Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle, at Sip, Suds, and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands millions and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. has been a one-tan hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your hosts, the good old boys, will see you all next time.